What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Jet Stream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and with me, as always, is Connor Sheeran. Connor, uh, how we doing on this fine, what is it, Tuesday around yes. 5.30? What is it? What's the date? December 14th. We're 3 uh, and 10. We're 3 and 10. Yeah, we're 3 and 10. I mean, at this point, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it was so sad. <laughs> I think the worst. I think the worst part about Sunday's game was that it was like, and I, I think I tweeted this. Is it was just incredibly boring. Yeah, I mean, it was just like it was just really boring. And I guess that's where we're at now. You know, guess that's where we're at now. <laughs> boring football. It's not even like like there's nothing really exciting at all. Especially this past week, there was no Elijah Moore. There was no Michael Carter. Um, and Zach Wilson is bad. So, you know, it's just horrible. Uh, I just got the evil eyes from our guest, uh, and he has been on the show already this season. Andrew Claudio, thank you for former, former host of the jet stream and, uh, you know, the former ex- producer extraordinaire, do it all man at Gotham now with a uh, Nick's film school and the, is it the final review pod? It is final review. Yes. Drop final the, review. It's like Facebook. It's cleaner. Final final review pod, which mm-hmm. you've been you've been going to a whole lot of movies recently. I've been very jealous. Yeah, yep. December's been a month, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Been indeed. Um, what do you mean Sunday was bu- was boring, Connor? I bet every jet under. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I did. I wish I bet every under. I wish I bet every Alvin Kamara over. Claudio like, the gambler. Like That's the days. other part. I had yeah, I was uh, like two I completely forgot to place the bets. I think I was recovering from my COVID booster and my brain was just um, like bush all morning. So I yeah. just like completely forgot to like to place the bets before the get before kickoff. I was so pissed. Quickly about movies. I intentionally scheduled my COVID booster for after Spidey. So that Not, way it doesn't mess with me seeing Spidey this weekend smart, at all. Smart. And last thing I wanted was like a residual effect or I have to miss the number one movie that people, this is the movie event of the year. I hope people realize Correct. that. Correct. Like for sure. This is the, this is the first time I've re- like felt like an end game or even like a Joker where it's like difficult to get tickets post pandemic. So, right. you know, we'll see how it goes. All that to say, um, shout out to a sponsor over at Nick's film school that I'll let your listeners uh, have a chance to participate in prize picks. I was also ta- able to take advantage of all Taysom Hill props, all, uh, uh, Alvin Kamara over 0.5 touchdowns I took, and it was taken care of in the second quarter. Um, yeah, the, if you angle it right and you play it correctly, you can actually enjoy the Jets season in a different <laughs> way by just betting against the Jets. So I'll take it. Well, you may anger some listeners with that, uh, but they're they're just being stupid by not making money. Yeah, be, be realistic, guys. We're you guys opened. It's three and ten. At a certain point, you got to find other ways to enjoy this team because there's not really much to enjoy. So let me ask you, what are you, what are your thoughts on this football team right now? I mean, the overarching, like, there's no like real storyline to dig your teeth into because there's this team is horrific, mm-hmm. right? So what is the what is it that you've been paying attention to? So, I mean, the it's it's obvious to say Zach Wilson at this point. Like, I just, I want to see a flash of Justin Herbert or like, I'll take rookie year Johnny, like a rookie year Baker Mayfield at this point where I just, I want to see multiple weeks where it's like, all right, the team is bad. He's got a lack of weapons, but I'd, I'd like to, see that he's the guy and there's spurts like first half against the Eagles. That was there. There are throws that he makes where it's like, Oh, that is a number two overall pick. Then he'll follow it up by missing Barrios over the middle. Um, I, I, I would like to see like three weeks where, and I keep using Justin Herbert as the example where last year, yeah, the chargers were losing, but it was clear early on. Okay. They got a guy. This is their quarterback right. going forward. And I just have not seen that. Zach Wilson. I don't know how you guys feel about the quarterback, but I'm not, I'm not at all there yet. And it's not even like a, we should have kept Sam type of thing. It's more of a damn did they Did they miss this again? What's going on? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I personally think he's bad right now. Like he's just is there's not, there's no sugarcoating it at all. Yeah. He he's, he is. And Connor, we've been talking about this for weeks at this point. The ball placement is horrific. Um, even, even on the completions, it's he's making his receivers work on every single completion. Um, 
the last game that he had Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. I mean, the first completion he had, I believe, was to Corey Davis. That was a pass. It was a slant. The ball was way behind him, right? The There's the all the passes to Ty Johnson this past week where Ty Johnson was like, yeah, you know, I got to make those catches. That's on me. I told Sam it's on me. Yeah, I mean, you can say it's on you. You probably should catch the ball if it hits you in the hands. But also, Zach, throw the ball to his, like in front of him. You know, maybe don't throw the ball behind him every single time. And speaking of throwing the running backs, he can't throw to them. He mm. physically is incapable of throwing the ball in the flat. You know, and this is this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. The, on offense, we can't use the flats. On defense, we can't cover the flats at <laughs> all. Like, we're allergic to the flats. It makes absolutely yeah. no sense to me. You know, anytime we face a dynamic running back or uh, a good tight end or any, any, any gadget type of player, we get destroyed. Yep. Camaro went, went crazy. The Patriots just use their running backs. Like it's nothing. Dallas you know, Goddard it's, in the Philly game. Dallas Goddard in the Philly game. Our, our linebackers can't cover anything. Our cornerbacks are a quote unquote bright spot this season, yet they can't cover anything in the flats, their situational awareness of being able to identify a play and, and stick a guy in the backfield. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't help that we don't have Marcus May, who is, you know, a smart football player and, and does help in that situation. It's horrific. And we talk, we talk shit about Jamal Adams all the time. At least that guy actually was good when running downhill, he could help in the run game and help with those right. running backs in the flats. You know, we don't have a, like Ashton Davis can't do shit. Ashton Davis just gets fucking bulldozed by Alvin Kamara. Oh my God. That was bad. That was bad. I mean, we're, we're talking about Alvin Kamara here. So it's not like we're talking about like a scrub that like yeah, went if, through him. But if, I mean, he no, leveled, like, he leveled Ashton Davis on that play. That was yeah. 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 It's just, there, there's just, there's so many more things that are, there are plenty of positives. There are plenty of positives on this team. The left side, like the left side of the offensive line with font, uh, and Elijah Vera Tucker font's been a, a revelation this year. Yeah, really seriously taking over for Becton. So we probably have our right tackle for the next couple of years. Uh, when Becton comes back, uh, and Elijah Vera Tucker has been great. You have both Michael Carter's, uh, Michael Carter, the, 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 is it the third or the second, the second, second the, the defensive back. He's been a really good nickel corner and you have Michael Carter, the running back who's coming back this week, which we'll talk right. about. He has been excellent as a running back. We, 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 we knew this. He was going to be good coming out of college and he has delivered the goods. He was a third or fourth round pick and he's been good. Then you have Elijah Moore, right? Who has been, been the best player on the team. If we're being honest, when he's out, when he's on the field, like he's just, right. he, when you watch him play, it is, a, it is a different level that he's playing at compared to the rest of the wide receiver core. And then you have the Williams brothers. Both are good. Yep. Both are both like Quinnen is a stud. And Quincy is looking like he could be a, a legitimate NFL starter. Somebody who flies around the field is really good at stopping the run. Like he reminds me of Bart Scott. You know, Bart Scott wasn't exactly a, an all world pass defender, right? You're not going to be throwing him into, into zones, but when it came to the run game and identify identifying runs and, and blitzes and whatnot, he was an absolute maniac. And Quincy Williams looks like a younger version of that right now. Yeah. Uh, so those are the bright spots. <clears throat> oh, and then Bryce Hall, Bryce Hall, yes. of course, yeah. everything else, everything else. And I'll say the play calling, right? The play calling has been good. Yeah. The last it, it, six, we, seven weeks. We got all over, you know, we got all over LaFleur those first couple of weeks. Uh, Cause it was bad. It wasn't, it wasn't good, you know, but I think once he was able to get up in the box and see the whole field, that obviously helped him a lot. Uh, so and this goes back to like the weeks that Zach was out where the offense just looked so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it, when it's getting run so much better by Mike white and by Josh Johnson, like it's just so frustrating to watch. And it's cause we know that like the arm talent with Wilson's there and even the decision-making for some of his throws are a lot. It's a lot better. Yeah, you know? he he's, he's making smarter throws. He's making smarter right. decisions. It's just like, you watch him, you like, and we've all said this like, ad nauseum. Like, you see him make throws like twenty-five yards down the field with great accuracy, and the receivers make it, and they're good. And then the very next play, he like just can't hit. He like throws it in the dirt on a screen pass to Dude, Braxton the, Barrios, right. and it's like, what? What are we doing here? He it's, hits. I Barrios. just don't get you. 
he hits Barrios on that fourth down. It was like a seam right up the middle right. and fit it into the tiniest possible window. And then the very next play, he bounces one in the dirt on a, on a bubble screen. <laughs> so I just named a bunch, Andrew, I just named a bunch of positive things. Mm-hmm. About the Jets. They're right? in a vacuum though. They're not right, collectively right. contributing to uh, the result of a victory, which requires, I mean, with football, you that, need see, all of it to work together toward a victory, you know? Right. So that's kind of part where, where that's kind of where I was going. Right. Oh, sorry. I, I've <laughs> <laughs> kind of, you kind of, you know, stomping on my, uh, I will step back, take it away. Mr. <laughs> no, no, no. I apologize. <laughs> no, but, but I'm glad that we're on the same page though, because I just seen a bunch of positive things about the jets. And if you look at them, like you said, in a vacuum, they are, they're positive things. They just, it, when it comes to a football team, it's 11 guys in the field at the same time. Right. Uh, you can't name four of your 11 starters and be like, but there's good things happening. Cool. You're three and 10. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter right. if those good things are happening now. All right. I'll say, all right, that's not the right way to put it. It does matter that those good things are happening. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things and it doesn't lead to wins. Right. But it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know, because it's, it's nice that there's finally some, young like young players progressing and looking like they can actually contribute on a winning football team however it doesn't matter if they're not all playing together and it it doesn't contribute to to wins so the the common theme here is that yes there are good things happening but at the end of the day literally nothing matters until the quarterback is good right yeah like absolutely nothing matters i named a bunch of good things None of those things mean jack shit. Right. It's because like Wilson winning because, rookie of the week last week. Because, it's like, it's a it's fan cool vote. Like it doesn't matter. Like that, but like, uh, they lost the game. Like, like, and he had a great first half. Don't get me wrong. That first half against the Eagles was very good. You know, he, he, he played very well. He got the running touchdown. He threw like that pat, that touchdown pass to Elijah Moore right on the money. And it was like, and what we hope we see for like the next 10 years is that like duo crushing it. Like that's what yeah. we want to see. That was really good. But then like the second half rolls around and granted, you know, the whole defense thing, that was like one of their worst games outside of giving up points. They just, they couldn't get the offense back on the field. So mm-hmm. like that was the biggest, that was their biggest issue. And when, when your quarterback, especially a guy like Wilson, who's been so up and down when his arm goes like cold and he's just not out there getting the reps in, we see what happens and just like the offense grinds to a complete halt. You know, it's funny. I had to eat a lot of crow last week because I was, I was really defeated after the Texan game. And I thought like, this is the worst he's looked so far. This is potentially like catastrophic. If we're not going to get any good minutes, good looks from Zach Wilson for the rest of the year. And I had a buddy of mine where I said, I just, I'd like one week where he looks at the guy I'll settle for one half where he looks like the guy and look, lo and behold against the Eagles. He like, you get, you're responsible for three touchdowns on three straight possessions. It's like, okay, he looks a little bit like the guy. And then like the defense is actually probably the more concerning thing. Cause we went and got a defensive coach. I understand they're missing loss and I understand they're missing Marcus may, I'm tired of giving up 30 points a game to teams that decided this is the week. We'll get our offense right. Um, so that I, I will say the, other than the first half against the Eagles spurts of the Panther game uh, spurts of the Titan game. And that's it. I haven't really seen a point where as Jesse has been, has been saying like the, the overall arching feeling about the jets is how their quarterback looks. Cause they've mortgaged the future on this guy at number two. And if they got that wrong, a lot of a lot of everything else doesn't matter. Yeah, and it, it leads to so many other things. Well, real quick sidebar before I get into that. Yes, Robert Sala is a defensive coach and whatnot, but he's not. He's not. He, he's the head coach. He's not. If we're oh, I know, but like his somebody, scheme is Jeff, not even. Like, but if we're gonna play, Rex on was somebody, here. It's, it's Jeff Ulbrich. Like Rex yeah, was calling. Like, Rex Rex was like the guy though. I I, th- I don't think that Mike Patine was calling the defensive plays, was he? I don't think he, he wasn't. Was but my point is like you knew that what type of style you were gonna get when the when Rex was here, which is he can say that like he made nice with Mike Sala. I believe in reality they still hate each other, and that phone call never happened. Um, but. I I knew what type of team you were getting when Rex Ryan was here. That has not translated 
into the what we've seen this year. Now, I'll even give Salah a pass because this defense has like very little talent, like top end starting talent because they went with like four consecutive picks at offense in the draft this year. Right. And I Which expect them, them to go. They, yeah. they hit, but then that means that you're not getting top and talented defense either. Although, as you mentioned, Michael Carter looks pretty good. It's where you expect this year to be the, the inverse of that, where all these defense. picks they use at the top will all be defense. And you hope year two will be the year that we get to see what this offense and what this coordinator and then what, what Salah's team looks like. So the, the thing that I wanted to bring up is that so we're talking about the quarterback mm-hmm. and how nothing matters unless you get that right. That is 100% correct, but it, it goes deeper than that because like you mentioned, the Jets mortgaged their future on, on Zach Wilson. They took him second overall. This is Joe Douglas's guy. And right now he does not look close to the guy. No, he just doesn't. He looks absolutely nothing like a franchise quarterback. Um, I, I honestly felt better about Sam Darnold uh, at this point of his rookie season than I did well, Zach Wilson. Connor said it. They, they looked the best. The Jets offensive look this year was with Mike White at quarterback. It's yeah. not a comforting feeling. No, not, yeah, even, I, not even a little bit. <laughs> the kid. The I'll go. Kid hold on, Jesse. I'll even go a step further. The second best the Jets have looked this year is with Joe Flacco at quarterback. Let's not forget that game against the Dolphins. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and honestly, Uh, outside of that fluke, you know, blown coverage and to a pass. I mean, the Jets could have won that game. Yeah. It's Miami. Very like they easily could have done like won that game. I just, would it be safe to say the third best the Jets have looked this year is with Josh Johnson? Josh Johnson quarterback? Yes. For I, sure. I, I, That's the I worst part. He's been the fourth best quarterback this possible. year. And he was the number no, he's two certainly big. been the, yeah, he's certainly been the worst quarterback out of all four that have played in the game. Mm-hmm. By the way, I still, I still love the stat that uh, Jets receivers have caught uh, touchdowns from four different quarterbacks. Yeah. And this, this season, I, I, I find that to be just like the, the funniest stat like yeah. of all time. Yeah. That's didn't, a very didn't Jets Crowder, stat. Didn't Crowder, throw an air, stat. Uh, didn't Crowder throw a touchdown too? Or my remember? That was last that? season. I okay. remember he threw, he threw one to Barrios. I remember. Yeah. That. Yes. That was the Browns game. That yeah. fucked up the Browns schedule. Yeah. That. that, that solidified that we weren't getting Trevor Lawrence, which not like would have mattered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, and I yeah, hate the people. He sucks I hate the people too. Keep, like, <laughs> and he. I mean, he looked. God, it's, as, on it's really not like, his fault, though. If if we're being honest, I mean, they have receivers running into each other. Yeah, he's, a, he's, and, in a, he's in a he's in a Sam Darnold rookie year. Like, it's situation. no, it's worse. It's worse. He's in a Sam Darnold year three situation. Yeah, someone posted on Sunday, um, comparing like what receivers Wilson was going to have on Sunday. And then someone posted a graphic of when the Jets played the Colts last year in Indianapolis and the receivers Lawrence. that they had going out there. It was like Braxton Berrios, Chris Hogan, Lawrence Chris Cager, Her- Chris Herndon. Yeah, like Lawrence Cager. Like, oh, geez. Frank Gore is running back. Like, it was, it was bad. So, you know, it's not uh, like things could be worse as far as like skill positions go, but, you know, things were pretty dire. This, it, it goes to show you how how uh, much the Jets miss Elijah Moore and Corey mm-hmm. Davis not having either one of them. They and Michael Carter, today, yeah. And Michael Carter, yeah. They did say today that Elijah Moore will probably be back for the last two games, which is good. He's on That's track good. for that. He's on I track don't I, I don't think we're going to see Becton this season. No. Um, no. There's no, no point. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what Jesse yeah, said. The, yeah, with the way fans playing, there's, there's no point. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I just think that it's it's very clear that the Jets... I mean, their future hinges on this is not this is not groundbreaking stuff, but it their future hinges on Zach Wilson. And right now the future doesn't look very good. Um, and it's it's literally only because of Zach Wilson right now. Um, I, 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 he's beyond excuses right now. There's there's no there's there there are no excuses like you can point to last week and be like, OK, the wide receivers aren't very good. Well, you know what? He's looked like shit with those wide receivers, too. All right. He just has. And I, I get the, Oh, he's only played eight games, you know, argument. Sure. Um, where's the progress? Because you, you do what you did in the first, and you, you, you haven't given us a single complete game yet. Mm-hmm. Not, not one, not a single complete game. There, there's the Eagle. There's the half against the Eagles, the half against Carolina. Yeah. Um, the, Houston was, 
like horrific. I mean, they're just, I'm going through the list, right? I think the, the Houston game, Salah kind of like said it best like that. He was the game manager that game. He didn't do yeah. anything. He didn't do anything special. You know, he ran for the touchdown and stuff. And the other touchdown the Jets got was the rushing touchdown. So he didn't do anything special that game. But his his best game, and I don't I don't care what anybody says. His best game was the Tennessee game. I don't care what people say yeah. about the Eagles game. They lost the Eagles oh, game. second half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he played he almost for three hundred yards. Twenty one yeah. of thirty four for two hundred ninety seven yards, two touchdowns, an interception. He 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 won them the game. Like he 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 was the best player on the field that day. Um, I I really don't care what anybody else says. If it's it was week four, when we haven't seen anything close to that since. Like not not even not even. Not even close. I, I just, I, you can point to the first three drives of the Eagles game and then we don't get the ball back. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's defeating. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and I, and I think I said this to you last week or maybe two weeks ago, Jesse, that do you think that we're being extra hard on Wilson compared to Darnold? Because we see, because we saw that with Darnold, like, I, I feel I like think- at this point, like with Darnold, we were still not necessarily making excuses, but we were just being a lot more patient with him. Like we were saying, you know, it's like, oh, he's got no receivers. Like he's look at his co- like his coach's bowls. Like this is mm. he's clearly this lame duck head coach. Doesn't matter. Like who's going to be there next year? Two seasons of Adam Gase. Like, do you think we were like? There's there's differences. There's differences in 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 their in how they came to become New York Jets. You know, Sam Darnold was the golden boy at USC who went to the Rose bowl and smoked my Nittany lions (laughs) in the fourth quarter. And I was enamored with him because I saw what he could do in big moments and the throws that he was capable of making. And then he went back for his junior year and he was just fine, but he lost Juju Smith Schuster and he lost his, his, all of his weapons really. And he, they were solid, but they weren't the same. They weren't nearly as big of a juggernaut as they were in 20, uh, 20, uh, what was it? 16. Right. So 2017 and then he gets drafted and he comes to the Jets and his first pick th- throw of the season, he <laughs> throws in pick six. Right. And then he, they win that game by like 40. Right. And he has an up and down season where we, we like he has, he, was that mono he got in his rookie year? That's that his second, second year. year. So then he, he had, actually looked he had, good his second year. He had a shoulder. He had like a, an issue. I don't know if it was shoulder or knee or something. He, he got hurt. And then he came back for the last couple of weeks and he was fantastic in those final four weeks against the Texans, against the Packers. Right. And so we had something to look at. We, we, we looked at those final four weeks and we were like, look at this, like this guy can play, you know, he beat the Packers, you know, he beat the Texans and Deshaun Watson. He beat these teams. He looked amazing doing it. That play where he's running across his body and he threw a touchdown to Robbie Anderson in the back of the end zone. You're like, holy shit, this guy can ball, right? And and like I said, with the with the college aspect, it's just very different when you then you have Zach and he, like USC plays on national television all the time, especially when he was there. And then you have Zach Wilson, which is the quarterback that you have after the Golden Boy, the guy that you thought was going to be your quarterback. So you're coming off of this three season stretch where you have the worst coach in the NFL, where you have a quarterback who just can't get out of his own way, whether it's sickness or injury or turnovers. And and you had all this promise with him. Right. And now you have this young, young new kid at a BYU who nobody watches play, right? They are not in a conference. Okay. They, they play shit competition. If we're being honest, maybe they play one good team a season, right? And I think their only good team they played was Coastal Carolina and they lost that game, right? And it's Coastal fucking Carolina, like the undefeated, what are they, the Tide, the Green Tide or whatever? Something like right? that. Yeah, the they're, they're, Car- they're like Coastal Carolina? Yeah. They're the Chanticleers. The Chanticleers. That's yeah, right. The Chanticleers. Chanticleers. Yes. Formerly so the- of the Big South, Liberty University rival. We used to have yeah. Coastal shirts all the time. So- soon to be, uh, soon to be uh, JMU. Rival. Yes, soon to be Jamie. Yes, yeah. and so. Southern Miss. Yes, that's Man. right. <laughs> yeah. So um, you have <laughs> you have you have Zach Wilson coming out of BYU, who is uh, like Sam Darnold was thought of as like the number one overall pick, and then he kind of fell off a little bit because of the run that Baker went on, right? right. And so when he fell to the Jets, you're thinking, "Holy shit, we have this amazing guy that fell to us." Whereas with Zach Wilson he was kind of a nobody and he shot up draft boards post the post college football season because of his workouts and his art and his, and his, 
and how he looked in shorts, honestly. Right. <laughs> and, you know, you look at his numbers where he had like 35, 35 touchdowns and like two interceptions. And you're like, all right, doesn't turn the ball over. He looks like Patrick Mahomes. Like this kid's going to be amazing. Right. I was watching Moneyball last night mm, and now I'm thinking about this. Uh, and now we're thinking, I'm thinking about this right now. And, and like the way that J- Zach Wilson was scouted just reminds me of how they are talking about how they scouted Billy Bean and how they scouted all the yeah. guys at the beginning of the, of the movie. They're like, Oh, he's got a great face, ugly girlfriend though. But no, but Zach's girlfriend's a smoke. <laughs> so, you know, he's got plenty of confidence. All but, stuff that's not rooted in any fact or data. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing exactly. To do anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, 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 it's just, but also at the same time, he looked way better at BYU than he does right now. Like it, the ball placement wasn't like an issue at BYU. You know, confidence and, and turnovers wasn't a wasn't a thing at BYU. No, Obviously, the, you're playing better competition now in the yeah. NFL. But it, it's just they're they're to answer. I mean, it, it, I, it's a very long winded way of saying the situations are very different, Connor. And I, I guess I, I I I am being less patient with him. Uh, I technically, I mean, I, I feel like I'm being pretty fair, you know, in, in, in judging him and, and what he's been able to accomplish right now. And it's, it's really been nothing. He, if, if we're being objective, he's just been bad. It's just what it is. There, there's not a lot of positives to point at. Like we're, we're, we're splitting hairs right here saying, Oh, he played well in the first half of this game. Right. We well, in the second half of this game, well, th- they're not winning those games either way. Like, and then it's his fault because he can't do anything. <laughs> so there end rant, but Claudio, what's up? Well, so to Jesse's point, when Darnold got drafted, his rookie season, and look, this is just me flexing a little bit, Jesse. I don't mean to give this unnecessary correction, but mm-hmm. the Jets went one and nine down the stretch of Darnold's rookie season. And the last, the only win was a win at Buffalo. That's where he had this really long third down play that we all looked at where he scrambled from one side of the field to the other. It ended in a touchdown to Robbie Anderson. Yeah, and we we're all like, all right, this is my quarterback. This is the yeah. They're going to go this four the this year. <laughs> this is my quarterback. Um, but like they, they, I was a Saturday game against the Texans that they played closely. And it was like, all right, the Jets have something here. Then they made, took the Packers to overtime and blew a 17 point lead in the fourth quarter because the G, the defense led by Todd Bowles for some reason wasn't good with the Jets. And that was a Super Bowl caliber with the Buccaneers. Crazy what talent does. Um, The point being to Jesse, to his argument, there were signs that it's it's all scheme that like Todd Bowles is not an offensive coach. And there were flashes of Sam Darnold where he showed he's the guy. And that's been our issue with Zach Wilson. There has not been like three weeks in a row. There's no Texan game. There's no Packer game. There's no Bills game like Darnold's rookie year. And then you go to his first year with Gase. If he doesn't get mono and they don't lose to two winless teams, that's a playoff team. That was a playoff caliber talent. They went seven and nine. And I'm already, I just pointed out three games where they could have won. They played four weeks without him. And he had a decent season. Like what was it? Six and four with him, eight and six with him that season. Something like that. I think um, they fin- yeah they finished seven and nine and then yeah there was a the couple of weeks where they were going to start Trevor Simeon Trevor Simeon yeah. playing Cleveland and then Trevor Simeon gets knocked out in like the third drive yeah and those are the Luke Falk games Luke yeah. Falk there's the, the name start I was for like three about. weeks and it's like we didn't get a Mike White thing there yeah Luke and Falk came in and he stunk like that's <laughs> the that's the other part of this Connor is that yeah. it's you you could blame it on Gase you could blame it on Bulls when Darnold was here and when Darnold was struggling, it was like, well, look at like what he's got to work with. It's, it's, it's similar to Trevor Lawrence where we're blaming most of it on his situation. Right. With, with Zach Wilson, we've seen the jets look confident, competent this year with his three backups. So that's why we're being so much harder on him because we're able sure. to see this team look good when he's not the quarterback. And it's concerning in a different way than it would be than when, when Darnold was here, at least that's how I, that's my perspective. Just, on it. It's just, no, you're, you're spot on. It's been a baffling season where this team has wins against the Bengals, who can be in first place after next week. Mm-hmm. In the AFC North might win a division. Yeah. Might win a division and the Titans might get a buy. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> It makes and no the Texans sense, who are man. somehow who's, who are somehow worse than the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and the Jets might, might very well in two weeks go down and beat Jacksonville. 
And they could have beaten the Eagles. Jacksonville is also somehow worse than the Jets. Mm. They could have beaten the Eagles. They definitely could have beaten the Saints if Zach Wilson was any kind of decent. Right. Because we got we got to remember they they what they they finish at it was like thirty to nine, thirty three to nine, thirty to nine, thirty to nine. I mean, they had like in actuality, really. I mean, it was like a lot closer. It was like twenty three to nine because it was a fluke Taysom Hill run for forty five yards, and the game was already over. But like, yes, Zach Wilson plays somewhat competently. The Jets are very much in that game. Like, I think I, the I'm nine gonna, points is more what I'm focusing on than the thirty. That's correct. correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now. It just mm. came to me, and I haven't given it any thought at all. It's just we're just I'm just <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Embrace myself, okay? If, if you guys don't like it, you can send it right back. All right. Uh, okay. Want to be if on Mike, me? If my. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. There you uh, go. <laughs> if Mike White started every game this season, the Jets would be a 500 football team. Wow, that is a take. I'm not even going to disagree with you. I think the Mike White thing was a fluke. I think in in two weeks they figured him out. Um, I don't think he's any worse. I don't think they're like they can't be worse than three oh, and ten. I, I don't even. I, I don't if even they're care. five, even if they're five and eight. Joe Flacco's the better argument. If Joe the, Flacco the Jets yeah. had a game manager that knew how to make some of the very Joe Flacco intermediate beat- throws that Zach Wilson hasn't been. The Jets are absolutely in this weird AFC picture, playoff picture. They're six, and seven, seven, six seven and seven. Yeah. seven yeah. Put it this way, they're on the in the hunt graphic. Exactly. Yeah. They're there. They're there. Yeah. Like, you For know, sure. That Miami game was within reach if the the defense was a little better. Like we already said, like outside of that that fluke, you know, to a play on the blown coverage, Jets are in that game. Uh, Falcons, you know, Falcons, they, they don't, they don't get shut out by, by Denver. Nope. Nope. Uh, they beat Carolina in week one. Uh, who knows? I, I think mean, they, I de- they definitely beat Atlanta in London. If yeah, they know. beat Atlanta. Also, that, that also was, that game also wasn't Wilson's fault either. I think the team collectively just didn't show up that week. I was much more to say they yeah. were down by, they were down by three scores in the second, in the first half to a yeah. very bad Atlanta team that was missing. Uh, that was missing um, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Cordell Patterson had become like, you know, who he is now in that, like by that time that game rolled around and Kyle Pitts is, as we all know now, very good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the team he hasn't done anything since he played the jets. I feel like as a Kyle Pitts fantasy owner, he's done the bare minimum. He's in the, like, and like oh man i'm not the first part of the person to say this but kyle pitts is 100 percent in a saquon situation where he's going to be a good player he just shouldn't have been picked where he was picked like yeah saquon if he doesn't get hurt and saquon is like you know picked later in the first maybe second maybe early second round we're, t- we're having a completely different conversation as far as like the giants go and it's gonna be the same thing with atlanta um but yeah the atlanta game was not wilson's fault by any means the, the Denver game, that first new England game, those are a lot more of an indictment on Wilson. Uh, yeah. We lost you know, 54 to 13 against the bats on the road. We lost to them 25 to six at home. Yeah. Uh, but one well, on the road, the, the, the one on the road, you can, yeah, that wasn't really him. He got knocked right. out. In effort in the early right. Game. You can, you can toss that one out. So Joe Flacco is starting or Mike white, either one of them. Panthers is a win. You have four wins. Broncos is closer. That could be five wins, that's, but I'll, I won't. Not I won't. No, no, no. That's twenty-seven. Nothing. Yeah. Right. I won't. Yeah. I won't write that one in. Falcons is. is I think we would have won. That's two. So. What so are their one possession right. losses? That's a simple, a simple way to look at it. There's uh, two more wins on this. Miami. Yes, the first Miami, Miami game. Yep, Miami, and then although honestly, we can't really put that there because Joe Flacco was a starter for that, and they lost. True. Yeah. True. And yeah. then okay, and then. Well, Mike White. I like my original take was Mike White. So mm-hmm. Mike White he could have he could have won that game. Uh, mm. And then the Eagles. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm yes. You can you can be like ah, I don't know, but yeah. You know what? For this take, I'm saying it that that they could have had they could have six or seven wins with a competent quarterback right now with a well, better quarterback. Yes. Yeah. Well, we got to say it's like okay. So Mike White had his Matt Flynn game against Cincinnati, like awesome. Then mm. he gets you know they had the touchdown drive in the indie game on like this, what was that? Like the second drive, I think of the game where they go down and they score a touchdown. Um, but Mike white came back for the, the game right after the indie game 
who were they like who were they playing in that game? New new um was, that, wasn't the that was the game. Bills yeah. game. That was the Bills yeah. game. And guess what? He got smoked because it's Mike White. Teams figured him out. Like he's a third string quarterback. That's the limit of his skill. The only reason, like you guys have like we've all said that he played so well in Cincinnati is because no one's got game film on him. Well, and guess what? He did he get was hurt. Able to, yeah, he was able to throw those check down passes that Wilson can't. And Obviously, they worked for him in the Cincinnati game because that's primarily yeah. what he was doing. And he just know. watched a quarterback then in, the- in New England, right? This mm-hmm. whole season, we've been watching oh a quarterback in New England throw checkdown passes all season, and they're nine yeah. and, and they're season. nine and fucking four. So I don't want to hear he that three Mike White can't throw last game. I don't want to hear that Mike White can't throw checkdowns all game, and the Jets can't be successful. I, you're the the comparing defense, the defensive players right. on the Patriots yeah. to the defensive right. players. That's, if, you wanna, if you want to say, if you want to say that the Jets aren't going to be good regardless of who the quarterback is because of the defense, yeah, I buy that. But I'm, I am not going to sit here and listen to everybody say that. Mike White can't do the job because he just throws checkdowns the whole time. Yeah, you know what? Zach Wilson can't throw the checkdowns. That's the fucking problem. He's literally <laughs> incapable of throwing a bubble pass. It's insane. I'm watching Christian Hackenberg again. So to entertain Jesse's oh. take real quick, Connor, um, you look look at Mac Jones, obviously. You look at Teddy Bridgewater, these seven yards at a time quarterbacks and they're all in playoff contention because if at minimum don't turn the ball over and hit all your checkdowns, you can be in these close games at least. So that way, you know, you're, you're one of these middling teams. I I'm with Connor that the bills were like, okay, we're going to take away the check down pass and make you throw down field. And they well, discovered was, that he couldn't do that anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which would have, listen, I'm, I'm coming from the Knicks world where Atlanta said, all right, we're going to double Julius Randle and see what happens. And the Knicks have been broken since. So <laughs> sometimes it really is just that simple where you expose somebody by doing a very simple adjustment. I'm, I'm sharing Jesse's frustration though. in that Mike White's looked better than any for a full game than anything. Our number two pick has looked all season. And that's the frustration of this year. I have no idea what a full season of Mike white would look like. I don't want to know what a full season of Mike white would look like. Are you sure? I would entertain. Yes, I'm sure. Jesse, (laughs) I saw the bills game is how I'm sure. Okay. Pretty bad. It was very bad. That, okay. Here's where I'll back Zach up. The worst game from a jet quarterback this season was the bills game. Not even the Patriots game week two. Yeah. You know, and I said, and I said, I think I tweeted it uh, during the, the game on Sunday that I thought that a game on Sunday was his worst was Wilson's worst game, including the new England game. Mm-hmm. Like it was just because of the like missed passes. He didn't turn the ball over, thankfully, which was nice to see, but just the, yeah, the passes he was missing. The ball placement was all over the place. And I think the also an incredibly frustrating thing with him is that you go watch like the highlights from the Titans game or uh, you know, yeah, like the Titans game specifically because it was his best game. Ball, the ball placement was better. He's hitting those short passes for the most part. And then, so you're like, what happened between then and now that he just can't hit those anymore? So it's just, it's just, it's baffling. You just, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, agree. I don't get it. And it's one thing if your quarterback can't hit, throw the ball downfield, like, okay, you know, it's not easy to throw a, a football accurately 25 yards down the field it's not but you can't hit a screen pass you can't hit uh, a five yard pass like or at the very least throw it like inaccurately the catchers the guys are making they're like up at their heads or like they have to jump for them it, it it's you know and you know i don't get it maybe it's and uh, it's why it frustrates me when i hear new england fans or literally anybody saying all these teams missed on Mac Jones. Like, are you kidding me? No, come on. They're literally asking him to throw it seven yards a game, yeah. the seven yards a pass. They're and never going to yeah. beat you I'll, down the I'll field. S- I'll say this. He if has, Mac Jones goes two to the jets, they're three and 10. It's the same. So. Yeah. It's, it's the Josh yeah. Allen, Sam Darnold debate from the second season. You put it, Sam Darnold on the bills. He's the one in MVP contention right now. And Josh Allen is the third string quarterback on the Panthers. I'm not hundred percent right? sure about that. I don't think he's not, nearly, he's not nearly as successful 
as he is now if he go if he goes to the Jets. Right, but um, close. I'll, I'll be fair to to, to Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, he didn't throw the ball more than three times against Buffalo, and they had a bye this past week. Um, he has been throwing the ball down the field more. He's just gotten better as the season goes along. And uh, if you want to know why, it's because he's with the best coach in the in the world at anything, right? In any sport, he is the best ever. Right. So like, ever do it. <laughs> to, to, to ever, ever, ever coach. Like he is the best out of all of them. All right. You, maybe you can put Red Auerbach in there or whatever. Claudio, if you want to throw a basketball coach, like Phil Jackson. Yeah. I, no, it's Belichick. It's like, Belichick. Yeah. Football's it's the, the hardest sport to be consistently good at. And he's yeah. been consistently good for 22 years. Yeah. Like, so he, and, and, yeah. No, longer than that because he was the defensive mastermind of those. I'm going head. I'm going head football coach though. Yeah. Like he had, Fair. he was the defensive coordinator for the the Giants in the early '90s, and then, then he went to the Browns as a head Brown. coach. Uh, right. So like, there's a gap in there between this brilliance that yeah. we saw in New England. Right. So, and everybody was like, "Oh, is it Tom or is it is it Bill?" Well, turns out it's both. Yeah, yeah. It turns out they're both just really good. Turns they're out they're, they're both, both the best at what they do. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if where you guys stood about last season, but I actually was like extremely frustrated by the C. It was all Brady in how last season played out. And it's like you realize Bill Belichick got seven wins out of Cam Newton. Yeah. Like what, what are we Cam, talking about here? Cam you know, Newton's a one in fifteen quarterback at this point, and the Patriots Cam, were no, in the hunt with three. Oh, in sixteen, he hasn't won a game in Carolina. Oh no, no, 11, I'm saying caliber wise, games. it's fine. Right. He's an zero in sixteen quarterback. That makes you feel better. I'm saying <laughs> the type of caliber that he is is like, how are you winning a game with Cam Newton? And there was like six weeks where we thought Bill fixed him, and then with four weeks to go, there were six and six, and it's like this is Belichick's best coaching job. And lo and behold, and Cam got hurt, and he could have like if he didn't get yeah. hurt, who knows? Like who knows if they didn't take Matt Jones? He got hurt. Yeah, it's like the uh, Jesse. I mean, you saw like the um, <laughs> the meme that shout out Ethan posted before uh, in our Slack. Just it's the Russell Westbrook quote. Cam Newton tricked y'all, man. He's just yeah. out there. He's just, yeah. he's just running circles out there. He's not doing anything. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> he tricked y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, you know. We were talking about Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, he'd be he'd be shit on the Jets. Obviously, um, I think any of these quarterbacks would be pretty shitty on the Jets. I think. I mean, who did you guys want? I I was on board with Wilson because I think the gra- the Fair. draft is like a a crapshoot, and I was look I was trusting the people that study these kids and. I think you got we the last time I was here we talked about this. The the Chris Sims praise for him had me all aboard of the like, okay, this is the guy. We we, guy, we had you during the I think it was between week two and three. We had yeah, you. it was right after the Patriot game where I said the thing I keep leaning on is that Chris Sims, um the the last three years, he said Josh um Josh Allen is the QB I like this. Oh no, he said Lamar Jackson is the QB I like the most. He's the best athlete. It doesn't matter how accurate he is. And that played out. He said Justin Herbert was his number one quarterback in the Joe Burrow draft. And then this year he said I would take Zach Wilson over over Trevor Lawrence. And it was like, all right, well, I'm trusting that analysis, Chris. And it just <laughs> hasn't come to pass. Well, kind of has. He has more wins, doesn't he? He's oh, they have the same amount of wins, I think. Don't they, they both? both yeah, they both have and like I'm not if it's come, if that's the argument that you, you validation, Chris Sims, one quarterback has three wins. The other has two, even though the backup won one of those games. <laughs> um, the point yeah. is, the point is I actually was a fan with what they did in the draft because they went offense one. Uh, the Vera Tucker was their next pick. Then Elijah Moore was the next pick. Then Michael Carter, like they did it in order. Start from the offensive line back, which is why I'm willing to give them another draft and hopefully they get the defense right and start again from the offensive line back yeah, and work I your mean, way back. And if they get it wrong next year, then maybe, maybe this is just the cycle that we're stuck in at the moment. The, and it's frustrating you know? because I actually like this coaching staff. Same. Mm-hmm. I do. I think Mike, I think Mike LaFleur is, is an excellent play caller. Like I have, I have friends, fans of other teams. Like my buddy who's an Eagles fan was like, dude, like we were watching the Eagles game. He's like, dude, 
your play calling is amazing. Like this is ridiculous. It looks, and yeah, he's, it looks great. He's a kid who like, he's like somebody who like really like pays in-depth attention to things like that. And like, he's just a very smart guy who, you know, loves football and you know, somebody saying that I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, dude, we, we, we've been, we've been up and down with this guy, but the last five weeks he's been amazing. And now it's been like seven weeks and he's been really fucking good. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that this defense lacks a ton of talent and we're not going to see what this defense is until next year when everybody's healthy and everyone's back. Um, like Fingers everybody, crossed. everybody that they've signed, like Joyner Lawson, like everybody that they've signed, uh, Rankins has been hurt, uh, hurt here and there. Um, they're just, they're, they're all on the IR. Like, every, yeah, like the, Jets have, the Jets have by far the most amount of money uh, on yeah. the IR right now. I mean, yeah. what, did, what did Connor Hughes tweet out the other day that the projected starters from training camp that they had on both sides of the ball, that 66% of them are either currently or have, like currently injured or have missed games so far this season. Yeah, like, I mean, it play certainly plays into it. And let me ask you guys this, Jesse. You and I predicted this season. I said five and twelve. You said six five and eleven. I think no. I, I think I think it was the other way around. I think I okay. said five. Um, I also so said Jets, five and twelve. So yeah. So the Jets have three wins right now. If we're if we still like say the same stuff from Wilson that we've kind of seen over the course of these pat like the next four games but they do manage to win two, like say Tampa Bay clinches and they're good to go. They rest their starters that, that final game. No. Somebody tells me that Tom Brady's going to want to play because it's probably going to be the last time he ever plays the jets. So he's going to want to come in and just like squash. The uh, I don't know about that. I think he's a vampire. That's going to play till he's 50. <laughs> until so, he's like 70, like he's yeah. 65. So like, yeah, he's not but, retiring anytime soon. I believe yeah. him when I see it. So they, I'm not going to say probably because who really knows like, they could go and they beat Jacksonville because Jacksonville is just like this. I mean, how do you even describe what Jacksonville is right now? Like they're just like a, a cesspool. Like yeah, both, I think the Jets both on and off the field. So the Jets can go down to Jacksonville and beat Jacksonville. Um, and then who knows? Maybe they have a fluke this week. Miami's coming off their bye. They're on a win, like a, a big winning streak trap game. Maybe and the Jets go down there and they beat them. Like. How do you got? How would you guys feel? Not saying that's gonna happen. Oh no, I hear you. I hear you. I doubt. You're talking it. about the Bucks? Yeah. No, no, no. Miami. No, I'm talking Miami. about the, the Miami, Miami on Sunday. Oh, like, oh. So the okay. Jets. So, so say the Jets. Why you win two yeah. in a row and then you think you can go in and <laughs> think you're hot the, shit? <laughs> oh my god, I was about so, to be like Connor. <laughs> I, I think I know <laughs> the, like the team are. Like, I think I know the question you're asking. Yeah. Connor. So if they if finish, they finish where, five and yeah, twelve, they finish where we projected no, them. But the Wilson's no. still kind of in this. Do you, you still don't feel great? No, no. I feel like shit. I, I, the, it's all about the quarterback. I don't give a shit who, what the record is. The quarterback's <laughs> horrible. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't. To doesn't Jesse's matter. point from earlier about Darnold, they went four and twelve his rookie year, and I felt significantly better than if they finished five and twelve this year. And with the way the quarterback is look, the Texans, he lights it up. Unless well, yeah, like if, if the next four weeks Zach Wilson throws for like twelve TDs and one pick, then it's like, yeah, I I like my quarterback all of a sudden. And right. if, instead, if goes- we're looking at. I don't see where maybe they beat Jacksonville, but like That's Tampa's gonna Tampa's gonna need that win. Brady's playing Buffalo, that game. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo sure. Well, Buffalo, Buffalo now Buffalo's is in a wild card play. hunt that yeah. they're gonna need that win too. So I, yeah, I see 100%. one win. I see maybe the Jacksonville win is a possibility. But I, like, I think a hundred points point, scored on the Jets on the last two weeks. A hundred. To your point, Connor. It's possible. <laughs> like. Even if they go three and fourteen and the QB looks what well, looks great, or they win their next four but he still looks bad. That's how we're evaluating this season. The record yeah. really doesn't matter. They beat the Texans two Throw weeks, the record three weeks books ago. Out, folks. Right. They beat and the Texans the, three weeks ago. And one of the wins ago. Wilson wasn't playing. So. Right. So I can't even say like there's one win this year that I look at and say the quarterback had something to do with it. We're in this, it's this limbo where you have no idea what you have at the quarterback position. Yep. I'm not right. willing to give up on him yet. I don't think this is a Josh Rosen situation, no. but I, I am concerned going into next year and beyond because exactly. you don't want to get stuck with like if figuring looks, out if he's the guy after two and three and then four years. You don't want to end look, up in a Daniel looks, Jones situation. If like he this. looks Bingo. like shit, if he looks like shit the rest of the way, I am team go all out for Aaron Rodgers or Russell, Russell Wilson and cut bait with Zach Wilson. Oh, I'm not. I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> what does that, that. that do? 
That, uh, that does nothing. That's how you get to seven. That's how you get to seven and ten. I, I, it's all about, the, all about the quarterback. All about the quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers will be a free agent. So just throw everything you can at him and I, at him. Then say, I'm good. Bye, bye, Zach. Bye, Zach. Me too. Um, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I was, I'm being like, I'm being like, I'm being like 40% serious there. Um, being too Jets, high. You're being Jets Twitter. <laughs> being Jets Twitter is right now. Is all right. Thanks. I'll I'd settle for Teddy Bridgewater. 30%. At this point. <laughs> 30% <laughs> at least he's the cheap option. Um, yeah. Like, all right. Last thing we're going to talk about. Uh, Denzel Mims fucking sucks. And I told, uh, I told uh, everybody that yeah, he fucking I mean, sucks. He's, and, he's and everyone was crying their eyes out. Why isn't Denzel getting any reps? It's training camp. He needs to be getting reps to get him. He fucking doesn't know the yeah. playbook and he sucks. He's so horrible he's, at football. He's out, there, he's out there getting flags on two straight plays. Grinding like, drives to a halt. The Jets posted a video the other day of them doing high knees and it's on a ladder, the ladder, just a little ladder warm up, And everybody was doing the ladder warm up except for him. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but it wasn't the fucking ladder warm up. All right. It was the laziest looking shit ever. And I hate to be the guy that points out the one social media video that the team posts of him doing a meaningless little ladder drill. But I mean, it, it's indicative of who this guy is. The, the effort level is next to nothing. It's crazy. You watch him play and he gives up on routes. Mm. He doesn't run clean routes just in general, but he gives up on routes. Every every time he's blocking, it's a hold. He's a liability on every aspect that he's on the field. He's bad. Give up on him, Jets fans. It, it, it's just, it's over. He's just not yeah. good at football. I think everyone's kind of sold on like, yeah. I just need to do a little victory lap there because I told everybody <laughs> in the preseason, they were like complaining. Like, why isn't he playing? Why isn't he? Cause he doesn't know the playbook, man. That's in like your, your job, your job. Both of you guys is to create content, mm-hmm. right? Correct. Would you get in trouble if you know, you didn't do any, any sort of preparation at all for any of the content that you produce? Hey, Connor, you, you, do a, you do a movie podcast, right? You both do movie podcasts, right? Or you do more of Instagram live, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And you go in and you don't even see the movie. And you just go in and start right. talking about it. Right. How does that go over? Not well. You I, go in the huddle and they tell you to run a, a play and you're like, yeah, what is that again? That doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. So yeah, that's my that's my rant on Denzel Mims. He fucking I, sucks, yeah. and and I'm I'm done with his shit. I I applaud you and I second you, Jesse. I'm right there with you, man. I I have not factored Denzel Mims into our future plans, at least my future plans with the Jets. Nope. Yeah, Elijah Moore, on the other hand, yeah. I think he's will be a stud. Deal. Yes, he's, he's the real the deal. Real deal. All yeah, the advanced it. stats of like he's the most open wide receiver for rookies, let alone like for the NFL, like yeah. the way that what he is, gets. So the way, the way he route, runs routes, he's gets open so easily, which is why you hope having him as a weapon on the field makes Zach Wilson's time a little more easier. And that when we see him next season or the last two weeks of the year, that it looks more like the Eagles game than it does, you know, the rest of the shame. He's going up against I was, the best defenses. In the that's league. the other part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was on the field when he lifted his leg and peed like a dog in the egg bowl. Amazing. And yeah. yeah, I was five feet away from him when he did it. And did, he, like did he get any on you? <laughs> no, he got a lot on himself though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and the kicker as well. I couldn't see it was too much piss in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so just, it's just nice. Like, you know, I, I never in a million years would have thought that guy would have turned into my favorite player on the jets. <laughs> I was like, this guy's an idiot. Like he doesn't like, he's just like, how do you do that? You blew it. And I mean, there's just been a lot of stuff out there on him about how that moment like changes life and like everything. Hmm. It's just, it's just like turned, it's turned a 180 since then. So, yeah. uh, any, any final thoughts, fellas? Cause we we've, we've touched pretty much every, I mean, they're playing the dolphins this week, L. uh, in, in Miami and it's going to be an L. L. I got a lot of guys coming back though. Both that, Michael that, Carter's, Bryce Huff probably will be back. The most, un, the third most unblockable defensive end in football. 
who Hopefully, takes the, yeah. the third the third most double teams in the NFL. Yeah, he's uh, him coming back. I mean, bo- both Michael Carter's coming back is pre- especially running back Michael Carter is big, yeah. and him getting knocked out when he did, and then Wilson coming back the next week, like that hurt a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, hopefully we feel his impact, you know, pretty, like hope, hopefully his impact means a lot. And the thing I'm most concerned about with Sunday is the Miami Dolphins, man, they blitz a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And we saw that against when they played Flacco and Flacco being, you know, this veteran QB and just knew how to handle that. Well, Wilson, who knows if he's going to be able to, you know, he's learned how to get the ball out quicker, which I think helps a lot. You know, especially it helps with the decision-making too. Um, but yeah. I mean, the thing I'm, I'm focused on the most is do I start Michael Carter in fantasy this week or Ooh. do I start Javante Williams or Antonio, Antonio Gibson? Cause I have Dalvin locked in in nice. first, first playoff week. So I, I got to figure out if I'm starting my boy. Uh, cause I think he's going to get like a thousand carries. Uh, I'm already Sunday. out. So fantasy is at my, uh, it's very much in my rear view. You know how yeah. frustrating that is Connor. I had my yeah. best fantasy week this week. I had 161 points Nice, and I've been eliminated for the last two weeks. So like, That's, it doesn't matter. Yeah, me that too. Sucks. Of course, like this is now everybody's healthy and wants to play for me. My, my, team, little- my team just dropped off. Like I didn't really have any major injuries. They just decided mm-hmm. to stop being good. Like I had Mahomes, I had Diggs, I had Terry McLaurin. Uh, I had like, and this is another thing I'll never forgive Urban Meyer for. Uh, James Robinson, like mm-hmm. he was doing well for a couple of weeks. Aaron Jones, like the Packers just refused to do use him. Like, I don't get it. And so my team just like fell apart through like non-usage and not even through injury, which has just been so annoying. I had Kamara, I had Nick Chubb, and I had Hopkins as my first three picks in the draft. All out for three straight weeks. And it's when I went from five and five to five and eight. And I've been yeah. eliminated since. Yeah. So last night, my, well, this past week, my brother was fighting to not come in last. Our, our punishment is you have to dress up as Gandalf and walk from point pleasant to s- seaside Heights on the oh beach during, during the peach beak season, uh, beach season. I don't even know what I just said. Um, and my brother was fighting for his life this past week. And he ended up being the high scorer and saved himself. And so now it's nice. my friend. Uh, so very happy. Give it up for, for Lil Finver. Uh, Lil Finver, shout Lil out. Finver. Get, get All this his. to say, I'm taking Miami minus eight and a half. Uh, yes. That's a smart bet. <laughs> that's a smart bet. Uh, and with that, that's all we're going to have. Claudio, thank you for, uh, for coming always, on, my friend. As always, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. If you guys uh, out there are listening to this, if you want to find more Gotham Sports Network content, you can do so at GothamSN.com or you can find us on Twitter at GothamSN. Uh, you can find any of the podcasts. Just you know, type in Gotham Sports Network on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple and Spotify. Uh, and uh, Claudio, what do you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, obviously, at Andrew J. Claudio underscore. It is always a blast coming back to my roots and hanging out with the Gotham Sports Network crew. Um, you can check out Nick's Film School at uh, whether it be the newsletter or the YouTube channel or the podcast or the merch store. Uh, just by searching our Twitter account, we have a link tree that takes you everywhere. We got a Patreon. Um, we do pre-game stuff. We do during game stuff. We do post-game stuff. We have the Knicks covered. We're we stepped our game up this season. If the team <laughs> decided they would not to, and then my movie podcast, Final Review. Each week, we take a different movie considered an all all-time great and break it down into ten categories to decide just how great it actually is. This week, we're doing the original Spider-Man from two thousand two. Uh, starring oh. Tobey Maguire and oh. Kirsten Dunst and Willem Dafoe. Um, it's a celebration of Spidey this week. Uh, so you get to hear that episode dropping on Thursday and then our bonus review of Spider-Man No Way Home coming out this weekend, as well as a bunch of other reviews from a couple of different screenings that we've gotten to see over the past month. Um, guys, how, as how, always, it is a blast to, to hang out here. I mean, yes, that. Sir. real quick. How was uh, Don't Look Up? Oh. I'd recommend it. It's it's a it's a little uh, okay, I'm the choir that Adam McKay is preaching to, so I can't judge it as a movie because he's clearly got an angle and Leo's clearly got an angle that 
I don't know when it stops being like an SNL sketch, but it, <laughs> like it's like an SNL sketch with Leo and Meryl Streep. So I'm able to enjoy it for what it is. I didn't hate it. I can understand if people think this is a little too over the top, though. Very on the nose. Yes. It, oh, dude, there's a Trump rally in it. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, okay. That's, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, Claudio, I couldn't agree more. Like Adam McKay is preaching to the choir. So yeah. I know I'm going to like it too. But it's it's going to be hard to. To be impressive, yeah. and that's the thing. It's two two hours, 12, 14 minutes. Like it's got a decent runtime, and I I didn't feel it once. You're along for that's the good. ride throughout because throughout the movie you're feeling the frustration. And the, but, right. I, but again, there is there are so many on the nose references where it's like, oh, that means that's referring to this. Oh, that's referring to that. And it's my co-host disagreed, but I do feel it's a little one sided. Where I do think. As much as I, I agree with the overall moral of the movie, I believe there's some blame to go around and I'll just, I'll leave it at that. Don't Look Up comes out uh, Christmas Day on Netflix and our final, our bonus review is currently on the final review uh, podcast feed if you want to check it out. It's non-spoiler if you want to check it out before, if you want to wait until the episode comes out along with the movie to listen, go right ahead. Well, that's, that was the one I was most, I saw you posting about all the movies you've seen. That was the one I'm most interested in seeing. So, yes, for sure. uh, thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, that's all we got. Peace.